Good afternoon and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience where we are experiencing joy and happiness and fun and frivolity and we're just going to kind of ignore politics today. How about that, Benny? Hey, whatever you want to do, it's your show, babe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting tropical up in here though in my studio. It is 81 degrees. We have uh, some uh, HVAC issues. So other than barely keeping my clothes on, it's hot in here. Woo! I think everybody at KKNW and other stations <laughs> at Hubbard Radio should be running around with their clothes off going, woohoo! Well, there's a time and a, I guess there's a time and a place for that, too. <laughs> well, see, it could be the time. It definitely could be the place. Part I mean, the, you know, it's optional. The holiday cheer, however you want to look holiday at it. Holiday cheer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With a little eggnog in one hand and a piece of, uh, of uh Fruitcake in the other. Yeah, and Gary, put away your silver bells. I mean, really? <laughs> Seriously, no one wants to see you. Nobody, nobody's interested, Nobody. bud. <laughs> it's not how I approach uh, it. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a solstice party rather than a Christmas <laughs> right. party. <laughs> so, and solstice is uh, a week from tomorrow. That is. The 21st. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And I'm going to be doing solstice stuff on solstice, so that should that should be fun. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to that. And should we bring up what is special about today? Yes, yes. For those of you who are not paying attention, today is Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, see, Ooh. for some, for some, yeah, for some, for for most of the people. I'm. I'll tell you right now. I went on earlier. I've had. I've been having a. Um, Fun time with computers this morning. I was out of town earlier this week. I didn't turn my laptop on till today, and it wasn't coming on. So I'm like, fine, I'll just use the um, stationary computer that I have. Only it's, it was upstairs where my daughter and her husband are staying, and I had, Mac, will you bring the computer down and put it on the table for me? And I did, and then uh, it wouldn't let me get to Skype. Uh, it's asking me all these stupid questions, you know, how computers are. You can't even talk to anyone. Like, you don't answer me back. You know, <laughs> you just throw questions at me and then like, well, we'll get back to you in 24 hours. Yeah, I'm like, that right. won't work for me. Because they're not real people. I, yeah. And so finally I went back over to my laptop and it <gasps> miraculously came on like 10 minutes ago. You gave us some and- good vibes. Was a good vibe. Well, I was trying to go online and get some more information around Friday the 13th, you know, because I wanted to have something more accurate. And frankly, it is just about nigh on to impossible to find much that isn't about, oh, it's a negative day. It's a bad day. It's a it's an unlucky day. 13 is an unlucky number. Well, I, I have always known this piece of it. I just wanted something to kind of help back me up on it a little bit, you know. But um, when one culture takes over another culture, what it does is it makes everything that was good in that original culture and it makes it bad, okay? So 13 is a woman's number. It's, it's, it's a goddess number. It's, it's so it's your favorite power. number is basically what you're saying. It's, yeah, it is. My <laughs> See what I did there? Right on that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And Freya's Day, Friday the 13th, is especially powerful. I love it. So It is good. It is a good thing. 
Um, and and this whole mythology about oh, you know, it was the third, the 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 Last Supper. The Last Supper was a painting, <laughs> you know, of a historical incident, you know, and the reason that they were talking to well, it was the Last Supper because uh, Yeshua shortly thereafter uh, was nailed to the cross. So probably that could have been unfortunate for him. And of course it was a Passover and that's a Friday, you know, sundown to sundown uh, for, for what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Sacred day uh, is Friday, uh, Friday at sunset to Saturday Mm -hmm. at sunset. So, you know, in Hebrew tradition, so uh, that would, of course, have been on a Friday, a Frias day, which I'm also fascinated by the fact that we have the moon day, Twia's day, that's Tuesday. Twia is uh, another word for Mars, uh, Woden's day, Wednesday, Thor's day, day of Thor, Frias day, Friday, and then Saturn's day and Sunday and moon day. So we have the three planets and, and then names of gods, but only one of them is feminine. So I kind of see it as there's the goddess, right? And then there's six swain. (laughs) (laughs) Worship at my feet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you were mentioning earlier, you know how a lot of people in countries and other areas, like they obviously traditionally think as Friday the 13th is bad, negative. Whereas uh, I actually had a professor in college him and his uh, then fiance, they did get married, did everything around that as a celebratory feature for exactly. they got married on Dece- on the 13th. They were waiting for that to come back around uh, for a specific, you know, holiday to for se- or season wise, I should say. Um, they actually got married in a cemetery rather than a traditional church or in a more of a lighthearted scene, you know, because uh-huh. not too many people. And they were, um, you know, as far as. Uh, traditional weddings is go they wear their rings on the opposite hand on their ring finger right so they do everything kind of against the traditional norm as a bad kind of omen or negative thoughts around that which was actually pretty uh pretty uh i guess pretty cool. it, yeah it was pretty cool inviting <laughs> and, and refreshing i right, should say because right, everyone's right. got those you know, negative notations around it well and you know it's interesting because we 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 say that 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 the ring finger the the finger next to the little finger uh, is goes straight to the heart on the left hand. Okay, that's okay. that's the reason for mm-hmm. for putting that ring on that finger. Um, but but also when when the patriarch or patriarchy took over, and who gives this woman into marriage? You know, it was um, ownership. Um, so that kind of so like taking it from the left hand and saying no, we're not going to do the enslavement thing. We're going to come over here and do this other. Right, right. But, but that coincides with when we go to shake hands, we shake hands with our right hand. And that is basically, people don't realize this, I don't think, but being the informative person that I am, you know, just we are reaching into each other's auric fields tentatively with our sending rather than our receiving hand which most people look at the left is receiving and the right is sending. So by doing it in the right hand, which I think is kind of cool, the way they did their their wedding, putting it on the right rings, they're sending to each other rather than simply receiving. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, yeah, isn't it? I thought it was too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you look at all, you know, all of these things, everything, in my opinion, 
everything has a benefit. And that's a hard thing for a lot of people to grasp because, okay, for instance, last night, my daughter and her husband took me out to dinner, very nice steakhouse, and then uh, they wanted to go play at the casino right across the road. So uh, we went and did that. And when we were leaving, uh, my grand, uh, my grandson, my son-in-law, I'm so confused. My son-in-law, there was a waitress with a tray and he took one of the drinks off of it and she was talking to someone who wasn't paying attention and it, it almost tipped, but it didn't. And, you know, it was was no big deal. And she started on about, you know, that could have spilled. And I said, but it didn't. And she was so focused on what could have happened. I'm like, so why do you want to put all of this energy into something that could have happened? Well, you know, if you had done, it could have happened, but it didn't. And and I've often wondered about that. You know what I mean, Benny? Why, Why do people want to put that kind of energy into something that didn't happen that's a negative Right. Mm-hmm. But this could have happened. It, it boggles it my happen. brain, too. I don't know what they were Does thinking. It? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, well, w- w- but it didn't happen. So why are you putting all that energy into it? Yeah. And I think that there's people get so conditioned to everything not going well. You know, everything in life is not good that um, they're they're That's a comfort zone for them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's yeah. a comfortable place to be. It's very familiar. Yeah, it's always the, oh, what is it? Like, not so, well, I guess it could be from a little bit of a narcissistic narcissistic approach or style. Like, it's always like, you know, poor me, why me, you know, fleeting that way. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be like, no one really wants to be around those people anyway. They're boring. Yeah, um, they I are just boring. Did that. I just did that with someone, and he, he have t- and this guy's telling me what a rough life he's had. And I'm looking at him like, dude, you have no idea what a rough life is, okay? I mean, you know, uh, your, your sister wasn't nice to you, and your mom locked you out one time because you were being a real jerk. I mean, you know. Yeah, let, it so like, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You're in your 60s, buddy. Yeah. You, know that? Right. You, were, you know, 16 years old mm-hmm. when that happened, yeah. you know. I bet she but, let it go. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, and of course, your ex-wife did this, and your ex-girlfriend did that, and the other ex-girlfriend did the other thing. You know, like, and I said, well, you know, if these things keep happening, mm-hmm. maybe it's not them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's not where the issue maybe is. We should try to reframe things. Yeah, maybe you might want to change your behavior. You know, those are all the issues. And I'm also looking at. Listen, there are some people in this world that have really had a rough road to hoe. Think about the guy that gets convicted of a crime he didn't do. And he's in prison for decades. Right. I mean, you want a rough life? Something you're completely innocent of? That's that's a pretty rough life. You know? I mean, uh, there was a girl who uh, got picked up hitchhiking. She was like 15 years ago, uh, 15 years old. The guy chopped her arms off, and she's running down the road with her arms chopped off. And finally, you know, get, gets help and blah blah blah. And so she was doing well, and somebody did something really nice to help her. And she was living on disability, and they took her disability away because uh, somebody gave her some uh, some some help. Ugh. I mean, I'm like. What? Yeah. You know? And the guy that chopped her off got a mobile home to live in. <laughs> and she didn't get anything. Yeah, that's... I mean, you you want to talk about a rough life? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know? I mean, it's frustrating. There's a, 
there's a lot of examples out there of people that have been through some horrendous things. Uh, but let's look. But then what's interesting to me is most of those people are not going poor me. They're looking at, at, at what is positive in their life. What are the good things in their life? Yeah, they're stronger. They're, they're stronger. And they're better for it. You know, and, and that's a positive thing. So first of all, I say celebrate Friday the 13th. It's a goddess day. It, it, is, it, it is absolutely one. And it's part of the power of women. I mean, we have to look. It's a, it, 13 is a female number. I mean, it's the... Um, uh, you know, and I'm not going to go into it because I'm writing a book uh, on on all of that and the holiness of menses and so forth. And, and people don't even want to talk about it. Um, it was. The, but Friday the 13th, prior to it being taken over by Christianity in a negative way, um, was always a very powerful day for feminine energy and for creativity. So. Before the patriarchy, Friday the 13th was the day of the goddess, a day to worship the divine feminine. And that divine feminine lives in you, whether you're in a male body or a female body, you still have that divine feminine within you. And that is something that you need to honor within yourself, you know. I mean, you look at, you know, how people do E-Star, e right? Uh, not familiar. E-Star? Well, people say Easter. Right. Oh, 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 right, right, right. I see what right. you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see what I did. Because Easter. it's I-S-H-T-A-R, yeah. pronounced Ishtar. Uh-huh, okay. And so the goddess Ishtar, or some people want to call her Ishtar, but it's Ishtar, um, ascended into the heavens. And where have we heard this story before? And, and the, the, we still, and we connect that day with uh, bunny rabbits too, don't we? Yeah, marketing-wise, traditionally, yeah. We've, right. In the last few years, I mean, not last few years, but I guess within 100 or so, that we've been starting to put more of a lighthearted approach on that. Right. Marketing-wise, though, that's why. Yeah. But that stems from the fact that Eastar's totem animal was a rabbit. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And the egg was a symbol of spring and the ascension into the heavens of the goddess. And that was co-opted. So, you know, it's it's like to me, I, I, like I said, I prefer winter solstice to celebrate, but when my kids were little, like you have children, you know what I'm talking about. Uh -huh, yeah. They want to open presents on Christmas morning. You know, they, do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they want to have a good time. They want to, and I think that's great. When my, when my children were little and my grandchildren and all, I, you know, boy, I, I, baked i did you know feasted and the presents and santa claus down the chimney and you know the whole thing but i um i don't want to do that anymore uh so when people and i have no issue with anyone saying merry christmas happy hanukkah god bless you uh leave me alone uh, you know whatever anyone wants to say yeah, for a while i know a lot of people were getting kind of all up in arms about what's the proper way to say it and which one or how am i supposed to know and so then it was more of a generic like happy holidays yeah that's good for like more of a professional setting but you know what i have i'm with you i have no problem if someone says you know happy hanukkah to me or whatever i'm like great thanks well apparently I'm not on that side of things, but Merry Christmas. I'll say that back. Yeah, and if that's and and I don't care, but when people make a big deal and say, "But that's the real holiday," I'm like, 
No, it's not. The Christ mass was put in to take over solstice. So it's not the real holiday. It was a created holiday to, to take a culture that was taken over and they made a Christ mass to get rid of solstice. I don't care. It doesn't make any right. difference to me. Right. But don't come up with a bunch of BS and try to say that's the real thing because it isn't, you know. So, you know, and the people that get the most upset, I, I don't know. I've noticed this in life. It seems to me that the people that are most offended by things, most irritated by uh, he did this and she did that are, are people that don't have a solid position. Right. If you've got a solid position, you don't have to to get into a big kerfuffle. Thank you. A big kerfuffle with anyone about it because it doesn't really matter. I know what the truth is. I don't have to beat you over the head with it. I can mention to you. Well, historically, this is what this you know comes from, and this is where this how this developed, and you know how this happened. And, and say these are these are facts. These aren't just opinions. And they're like, well, I don't believe that. You know, like my next door neighbor. I was talking to him one time about how well in utero we all begin as female, and then around the fifth month we we you know things change. Their their clitorises are elongated at certain points so that we have this division, right? And I'm telling this guy this, and he goes, "Well, I don't believe that." And I said, "Well." This isn't a matter of belief. This is just biology. You don't know? right. have to believe in biology for it to be real. You know? like, so it's, it's fascinating to me, the people that will talk about what they believe in when it has nothing to do with a belief system. You know, biology is still biology. And frankly, life on this planet is fascinating biologically, you know, the different things that happen and how they come about and, and what they do. So, you know, I, I, I read things sometimes that just, do you, do you read puppy and kitty stories on, on fate on, um, you know, YouTube? How do you mean by the stories? Like, Oh, you mean just in general or? Yeah, just in general. They come up and they tell you, you know, how, you know, this dog got saved or this or that. Oh or yeah. 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 I, I glance from time to time. I don't have any animals, so you know I, I don't have as much attention. Yes, you to do. Them. You have two little. Well, I have those. Yes, <laughs> those I have critters. those little squirts. Yes, I do. <laughs> They're but, but no furry ones. No furry ones. Bed. Yeah, no furry ones though. No furry ones. We had a fish for a while, a little pet fish, but that was about it. Siamese, uh, Siamese fighting fish. Or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. One yeah. of those. It was pretty yeah, traditional. One of those. They're pretty. Yeah. 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 So yeah, there was a story though that I, that I thought was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. In Siberia, there was a they the the uh, people came out in the village. The snow was real high, and there was this uh, dog in the snow, and it seemed to be okay, but it wasn't moving. They thought maybe it was it had frozen or whatever, and it mm -hmm. and it wasn't. They started digging down around it, and underneath the dog was this child, this two year old. And the mother, who obviously wasn't operating with a full deck, got angry with the toddler and th threw him out into the night, into the snow. I mean, you're talking Siberia gets a tad cold in the winter. Right. Yikes. And the dog, 
laid over on top of the child Aww. with the fur there and saved that child's life. So they dug the dog out. There was the child underneath. He had to, you know, was taken to the hospital and all, but he survived. It brought me and, back a uh, memory there of, uh, what is it, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars film, where the Tauntaun, Luke, was struck, was out there in the middle of the whatever planet he was on. I can't remember. It was super cold, and he had to, well, he cut open the Tauntaun, which was his animal, to, to keep warm. <laughs> but it was part of the movie. I mean, but hey, it worked. It worked, and they did the same thing. What was the movie um, Leonardo DiCaprio was in uh, where he was the mountain man, and he'd been left for dead, and he's traveling by himself, and he cuts – there's a dead animal there, that he's and he's hiding from these people that are out to kill him, and he gets inside the dead carcass. I don't know that, but I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> looking it up. I'm trying to remember. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, it's uh, DiCaprio. It's uh, mountain man a movie. movie. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, find it because oh, it's the revenant. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll remember some dumbass scene in a movie, and then and then forget what the name <laughs> of the movie know, right? is. You know, Just you know when the guy when the guy did blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, and then she said, "Yeah, that one guy in that one movie that came out last year. It was really exciting. That, it was really good. Uh -huh. <laughs> really oh, what was the name of that? Oh uh, yeah, and, and who was that guy? You know, he's a really good actor." <laughs> Uh, you know, but, you know, I mostly remember. So, you know, one of the things that's interesting, too, is that last September, this past September, there was Friday the 13th was on a full moon. Uh, and that yeah. won't happen again for like another 30 years. Forever. For quite a while. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's going to be kind of iffy if I will or won't be here for that one. It's possible. Think positive. Come on. <laughs> I don't know if that's positive. <laughs> Modern marvels in medicine these days. I mean, I, come on. That's true. That's true. I mean, I can have a lot of parts replaced. You know? <laughs> yeah, right? Right? You know, the bionic woman, you know, <laughs> it'll work. A lot of people listening to this may not have heard of the bionic woman. Uh, it was a TV show. Um, parts were replaced. You know, you know, as things happen. Who was so, the lead on that? I can't remember. I can't remember who that was, but uh, it was quite interesting. I'm looking that one up too. Uh, 76. Uh, yes, 76. Was that was a very good year. Uh, Lindsay Wagner. Lindsay Wagner. That's there right. Yeah. 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 So that was when yeah. I was bored. <laughs> Is that when the year yeah, you were born? It came out the year I was born. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> putting it in there for a footnote. <laughs> People want to know. I, yeah, yeah, I have shoes older than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I actually, no, this is completely off the subject, but it's funny. I, you know, I had this guy hitting on me that was way too young. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm not old enough to be your mother. I am old enough to be your grandmother. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It doesn't bother me. I'm like, well, well, you, yeah. For some, you're. It's not a cougar. It could be. You could be a panther or a jaguar. I don't know if you're familiar. There is a feline scale for the women and the age. If you need to look it up, yes, it's on there. What is? What's a panther? Uh, I have to look it up. I don't know. <laughs> See, 
You didn't know either. Well, I don't. I, well, I don't really need to look at it. <laughs> so you know, I I, so okay, I, I got it when you're ready. This guy did this. I said to my to my because I thought he was one of my kids. I used to set up drug alcohol gang prevention programs. This mm -hmm. kid, he says, hey, pull over. I'm like, oh, I figured it's one of my kids. And then when he walks over to the car, the passenger went on like, I don't know this guy. You know, I said, so what do you want? And he goes you Ooh. and i just started laughing you know like i said dude you might be that desperate but i'm not oh. <laughs> so uh if you go you anybody can look this up i don't know someone made it up from someone but it's uh it's the feline scale zero to 12 as a house cat 13 to 17 <laughs> uh, hear me out hear me out. i know right hear me out they get better <laughs> 13 to 17 is a bobcat 18 to 21 is a wild cat 22 to 29 is a lynx 30 to 39 is a puma 40 to 49 is your traditional cougar. 50 to 59 is a jaguar. Okay. 60 okay. to 68 is a, <laughs> is a panther. 69, okay. there's one 69 label for it. It's called a pussycat. Okay. 70 okay. to 79 is a cheetah. 80 to 89 is a leopard. 90 to 99 is a tiger. And 100 and above, you are a lioness. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. There you go going to be a lioness one of these days i am pretty amazing well you know there was a, a do you ever watch uh what is it uh, america's got talent <clears throat> uh once in a while yeah yeah okay so a couple of years ago they had a dance couple she was 92 and he was 28 and they were a couple couple not just dance partners oh, yeah i remember she them amazing and she was gorgeous too i mean she was she'd been a model when she was young and all and I mean, I thought that was, I'm like, there's hope for me. Selena, <laughs> Selena and Philberto. That, that was, then they did a sexy dance uh, for Turn Down for What? It was a, uh, it's like it's a on his hip hop back, song. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. They did. It was incredible <laughs> what they did. It, it, it was, was cute. Like, yeah. It I was remember cute. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like, they were, like I said, they were a couple couple, not just a dance couple. Yeah. They, so, they, they had to keep it clean for being on air. I'm sure. But they didn't. They got a little wild. They got a little wild. They did. And I loved it. I thought that's great. You know, you know, quit whining. And back to where we started at the show, people that whine and complain. <laughs> you know, like right. live, live your life. Don't be, you know, this this friend once said, Yeah, well, my father, he's really hard mm -hmm. to get along with and he does whatever he wants. I said, Fine, good for him. Right. That's what he should be doing. Whatever he wants, he's yeah. lived long enough. He's he deserves to do that. Mm -hmm. And the and the happier you are, they did a study on ninety year olds. It was very interesting. The first thing that why people live longer, they're happy. These people aren't complaining about things. You know, they're not. Oh, this happened to me or that happened to me. They're, they're happy. And they said they talked to a couple of people who had been in the study. And one of the things they said was, but they didn't ask us about our sex lives. And they were just laughing away. So obviously they were having sex lives in their 90s. So why not? I think they need to. I do, too. It I hope I do, too. Well, you will. You're just that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We're gonna we're gonna take a short break. Then we're gonna come back with more nonsense. I mean, more good stuff. You know? And uh, talk more about Friday the Thirteenth and and how you can make your life more positive. Uh, if you if you if you're like, oh, it's Friday the Thirteenth. It's a bad day. Shift that. You don't have to be there. You can do anything you want. You have opportunities. You have choices. And right now, our choices 
are to bring you some messages. So stay tuned to Susan Harmon Experience on Alternative Talk Radio, KKNW. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email Susan at SusanHarmon.com and put I love the Susan Harmon Hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing Susan at SusanHarmon.com today. In March 2016, Melinda Rabine received the Right Now Today Humanitarian Award for her work on a film about domestic violence called Asylum, which was also awarded Best Narrative Short at the 2018 Cinema on the Bayou Film Festival. Now she's turned her talents to making a new documentary, Stories of Us, Camp Second Chance. In the process, she embedded herself in the camp during the snows of winter, spending Christmas there and returning for numerous visits since. Rabide shows the beauty and humanity of the homeless residents and builds a bridge of compassion in this compelling look at the common threads that bind us all. Interested in knowing more? Contact Melinda Rabine. Email melindarabine at gmail.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience, and we are clapping along because we have got a room without a roof. You know, I love that song, uh, but Pharrell got in trouble again. Did you hear about that? No, he did. For what? Well, evidently, he got sued by, uh, God, what's his name's family? Because they said he took the music from him and he paid uh, them $5 million. I forgot They're what suing- that storyline was, too. Yeah, and they and they they sued him again. They he paid him five million, and he they sued him again because he said, well, he really was kind of researching some of the historical backbeats, and that's kind of what you know where that came about. And they said, aha, now you've admitted it. We're suing you again. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, I've already sued him once for the same oh, thing. Oh, the blurred lines with Robin yeah. Thicke. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm hmm. thinking. How, what you you, you didn't get enough money off of somebody else's work? It's you, you know this is your dead parent. You know, <laughs> yeah. So well, more Robin, money from his work. Yeah, it was it, it was with well he was uh, the blurred line suit is against Robin Thicke. But that's that was like last uh, year. But then it was originally with also the Marvin Gaye situation. Marvin Gaye that's situation. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, for about plagiarizing the music from that guy, and that so I assume it's their uh, the heirs of it or. The heirs, right, okay. yeah, who sit around and say, you know, Daddy should still be taking care of us even though he's uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Yeah. We don't want to work. We, right. <laughs> we just want to have you, mm-hmm. you know, take care of us. I, I would like that. Yeah. I mean, some fortunately, that's kind of how some music is worked these days. You know, there are remixes yep. or 
uh, reboot exactly. it or whatever you want. But I still give love to those that are really trying outside the box. I mean, Pharrell does that too. He's got yeah. a whole bunch of stuff that he's like, you know, really come up with in recent years. You know, he was with uh, NERD, which is nerd, you know, spelled out acronym wise. But that's yeah. where he kind of got his start, and and with Jay Z and, and blowing up in the hip hop world. And he's a very unique person in that in that realm. Well, he is, and I think he's a good musician, and I and oh, sure. I like it. But he said something really weird. Um, I think it was last week. I was watching uh, the Tonight Show, and he was saying, "Well, he just doesn't see how women could be a minority when they're fifty-one percent of the populate world's population." I'm like, because they're suppressed and repressed. Yeah, and, there's yeah, there's more they, to it than that. Yeah, you know, there's there's more to it than numbers. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, there's there's more of us than there are of you. And yet, and yet, do right, you know right, what right, I right. mean? Yeah. So I just, um, uh, you know, um, I don't know. It's it's fascinating to me. I think we need to, to celebrate the 13th more than we do. I, I think we should declare every Friday the 13th a, a national holiday. What do you think? That wouldn't be too bad. It'd be great. We it would happen it at least once, is. maybe I mean, three a times bit. a year. Yeah. Well, nobody. Yeah, it doesn't go know. crazy, crazy for many, but some still traditionally, I guess, represent it as a holiday for themselves. Well, I guess, but then you turn around, like to me, Friday the Thirteenth, like and Halloween too. Why is that all about scary? You know, chainsaw murders. How do you connect the night that spirits? you know, are coming up and all of these beautiful things are happening, mm -hmm. you know, that this is a beautiful thing, the, the veils between the worlds are thinning and all that, and you want to bring it up, make it about chainsaw murders. Right. I just like, no, no, I don't like it. <laughs> so I called in one time, God, when was this? It's got to be 10 years ago. A Tacoma station, it was a college station, and they said, well, we want to know what what people really think, what they think Friday the 13th is about. I called up and I told him, you know, it's about the celebrating the goddess, you know, it's the 13th. They were having none of it. They were having none of what I was saying. They were like, crazy lady. I said, no, that's historically what this is. You know? They probably just and wanted I, some juicy stories, obviously, because it's for college radio. Exactly. Uh -huh. I'm like, you know, but this is juicier than your garbage that you want to talk about you know? so well i just thought it was like okay you're stupid but uh he just couldn't understand what i was saying but you know we're going to go back to it being the day of the goddess we're going to be looking at the divine feminine and talking about the cycles of creation and death and rebirth because you know nothing ever really dies energy is always the same there's the same amount of energy there ever has been. It just changes forms all the time. Everything changes forms. I mean, you know, like a friend of mine, well, my, my dad's dying. I'm like, yeah, well, none of us are getting out of here alive, okay? <laughs> it's just right. not going to happen, you know? Uh, so, you know, but it's just another change that we're going through, you know, and, and it's okay, mm -hmm. you know? I mean... I think that what happens with a lot of people, they have un, um, unresolved issues with the person that moved on into another reality. And when that happens, they don't know how to deal with it. You know, um, I was talking with someone who was talking about how the, the family, you know, uh, you know, the, the wanting money after the person died and all. And I said, you know, what's interesting is they've shown that 
it's usually the yellow sugar bowl that people are fighting about. Not not the 10,000 acres, but the who gets the yellow sugar bowl. Yeah. You know. And 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 why I'm saying it like that is is because it's about our emotions. Do we feel like that when that person passed, everything we had with them was resolved, the love was there, uh, you know, all of that was was good. We we knew we were loved and they knew they were loved. You know, so that parting was filled with love. There may have been sadness because you miss that person, but there's 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 love. If you don't feel that there was love, if you feel you were slighted or you you were left out or you know you weren't cared about, then you have these unresolved things, and then they manifest in in really kind of different kind of ways. And um, one of the one of the mythologies though that I like about Friday the Thirteenth is, I don't know if you ever heard this one, but it's supposedly that's the day of the week that Eve offered forbidden fruit to Adam. Interesting. Hmm, Isn't that interesting? And it was the day that Adam was kicked out of paradise. And the day he repented. Ah. The day he died. The day he was cremated. It was a Friday, Good Friday, that Jesus was killed. So, you know, all of this is, is is interesting, but I find it fascinating when they talk about, the, you know, the fruit from the forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge. So think about that, the tree of knowledge. And, and you are aware of Adam's first wife, Lilith, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you know, he he couldn't control her. So he needed somebody that was more uh, submissive. Stable. <laughs> submissive. Uh, she was too, Lilith was too wild for the dude. Oh, Lilith. <laughs> that love, God. Oh, man. I could not control that woman. So the tree of knowledge is, as that's pretty simple. You know, so and so knew so and so and begat so and so. You know, I mean, there's a lot of knowings and begattings, you know, in the Bible there. So the tree of knowledge, oh, hark, let's try to figure out what that means, you know. So when she offered him forbidden fruit, <laughs> we know what that was about. Why Why are these, these guys, seriously, it, the biblical, why are they so resistant to, resistant to having good sex? Why is this a problem? Uh, you got me. <laughs> I mean, why would that be something evil? I don't think so. Right. I don't Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. No, you're fine. I'm fine. Oh, really? Yes, I know I'm fine. I just, you were starting to say something. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I just find it fascinating that, uh, you know, well, don't be sexual. You want to be spiritual. What's the difference? Is there a difference? You know? I, I think that's an odd way to looking at it because of the way that our bodies are designed. So we're denying our own, uh, you know, our own truth, our own reality, uh, you know, back again to what I was talking about earlier. It's just biology, you know. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's true. No, it, it comes back to full circle. It does. It's it's full circle. It doesn't have to to do that. So, you know, but women back in the back in the day, 
which was a while back, uh, they were embodying the divine. They had magical powers. You know, this is this was uh, women's wisdom. When we even talk about that, women's intuition, women's wisdom, you know, the ability to offer intuitive and psychic messages. Uh, rarely do you see that. You see, you know, like uh, Merlin, and Merlin wasn't a name, it was a title. You know, that was the, you know, the wizard who was, you know, knew a lot of stuff, but there wasn't the same kind of magical aspect that that there was with the feminine, like the Lady of the Lake and, and this sort of thing. And, and, you know, this closer mythology and like uh, Freya again, you know, who uh, was the head of the Valkyrie, you know, that uh, that took the uh, warriors in, into heaven. What is that? The uh, the field, the Elysian fields, the Elysian. Am I saying that correctly? Elysian fields, I think. Elysian, Elysian fields. Yeah, yeah, fields. Close. We're close. Uh, yeah, but then they they when the patriarchal came in, they turned everything that was beautiful in that the intuition and the psychic thing. They turned it into shame, and you know, like Menzies, instead of it being something powerful. You know, the, the way it was in the old temples, it was like, oh, you have to hide. That's shameful and blah, blah, blah. And we don't even talk about it because it's it's just not something that that we talk about because it's it's something you should be ashamed of. And so that's a, a very different way. It's kind it's almost like the difference of how we look at the land and how First Nations people look at the land. If you look at, at yourself as a child of the land. Do you know that that's our mother, that, that, you know, the earth, we belong to the earth is very different than the earth is something that you go in and you take out what you need and you, you know, just do whatever you, you take oil, you take uh, gold, you take trees, you take whatever, and you just do whatever you want. You know, that rape, rape and root kind of uh, mentality of owning it's very different than feeling like being a part of, a child of, you know. Very different viewpoint, right? I would think so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I see that, that difference, but the the idea of, of being a, a, a part of the earth and a part of nature is coming more and more out into the open and more into fruition again and not, you know, and not uh, of, of just being dismissed, you know. Um, you know, goddess, the, the other goddess, Venus, the goddess of love, all the good energy that's also on, on Friday, you know? So we want to look at all of the goddess, the God eye. I, I prefer to say more than one goddess is God eye, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so when you have uh, a whole number of, of goddesses, then it's God eye, you know? And uh, it's 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 fascinating, you know, and and it all comes from Freya's day, which is the day of, you know, that is being used as as a woman. So, you know, like I said, last uh, September's full moon, the harvest moon was also on a Friday, the 13th, uh, which I think was pretty amazing. Um, I'm trying to remember what the exact date I know it. uh I think it's like 30 years out. I think I mentioned that earlier. Oh, yeah, here's the date on it. Uh, August the 13th, 2049 is the next time that there will be a Friday the 13th on a full moon. I just found that an interesting little fact. So put that on your calendars. And, you know, 
have that uh, there for you. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people are trying to bring back the 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 old stuff, and it is. And also, I thought I should mention too because um, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, eleventh, uh, twelfth, was the uh, full moon. So we, you know, missed it by a day. It's almost a full moon. Uh, almost f- full moon on Friday 13th, but not quite. But it's a Gemini full moon. And Gemini is it's a very powerful full moon in Gemini because there's so much energy around that and the movement and, and, and going to, uh, you know, understanding that, uh, uh, you know, the full moon has an impact on us. I mean, our bodies are mostly water anyway, so just physically it's going to have an impact on us, just like it does the tides. I mean, there's some things, you know, people talk about mercury retrograde. I have yet to see an astrologer that has actually done a study to see if it really does when mercury's retrograde. Do you really have more problems with with uh, technology than you do other times? I don't know. Uh, you hear people talking about their personal experiences, but you know, are there are there big shifts and changes that you could that you could track? I mean, because you can do that with the full moon. They know that crime goes up just before a couple of days before the full moon. It kind of peaks at the full moon. I mean, they they've actually you know looked at the stats on that, but I've I've never seen anyone actually do a study. I I call. I call out to all astrologers. This would make an incredibly good study. You know, it just, you know, check it out. It could, it could definitely happen. But we know that um, the the Luna Luna lunatic uh, moon does have an impact on us. It has an impact on our bodies. It has an impact on our on our minds and how we feel. You know. Oh, and we've done that. Do you remember the movie? Here we go. And I remember who was at Moonstruck, name of the movie. Uh, Cher was in it. Remember uh-huh. that? Yeah, yeah. It was such a good movie. And they're always talking about the, you know, the moon in that movie. And it, and it's absolutely true. It's beautifully done. Go figure you know. appropriate title. Moonstruck. Yeah. It was a good movie. I like the way she slaps him, though, in it, you know. You know. Oh, yeah. I remember that scene. It's actually been a minute since I've I've seen that, but I'm going to. Yes. Who was the post? Uh, he's Nicholas Cage. Nicholas no. Cage. Yep. Nicholas yeah, Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. He had his hand cut off or something because his <laughs> brother. You know, you know. Eighty-seven. So long ago. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. It was. It was just yesterday. Thirty-two years. <laughs> really? Well, eighty-seven. Shut I was up. born in seventy-seven. Yeah. I'm forty-two. So take off. Yep. There we go. There you go. So what are you gonna do? Time just keeps keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping <laughs> into the future. You know, you know that song was much better when I first heard it. Than it is now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it does. Time time goes. I mean, and then all this astrological stuff. I know Eric kind of goes, "Oh God, she's talking about astrology again." You know. <laughs> I miss her. I love you, Benny. Don't miss him. Oh, I know. He'll be back. Don't worry. He'll be back. But I will be seeing my buddy next week. So he, I want to hear about his trip, too. That should, he's, you know, the Irish, you know? Yeah. I uh, can't recall exactly where he was going. He obviously is a big Euro guy. So um, he's flaunting yeah. around, jumping around over there. I know UK, I think, was on the 
stopping, uh, you know, stopping yeah, areas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was going to Dublin too. So. Oh, was he? Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a personal so, business thing going, for him. He, so, he's, yeah. yeah, he said a number of places he was going, and I just, well, he was kind of shocked to see me. I was up at the studio. Right, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, Alder, my writing partner, Alder Sherwood, she's been on the show before, and Melinda Rabine, who's just an amazing woman, has been on the show before, that the three of us were in the same town at the same time and had time to do this. Yeah, you know? it's pretty crazy. Like, it was crazy. It was so cool to have that happen. And uh, yeah, they're just, uh, they're two really amazing women. We talked about passion, that that's, you know, that's, I went and saw uh, Ford versus Ferrari a couple of weeks ago. I have yet to see that. I heard it's amazing. It's amazing. Good. All right. I got another taker. I mean, if you like cars, it's good. Sure. Oh, yeah. But you don't have to like cars to love this movie. There was a deeper story behind it, for sure. It's about Passion mm-hmm. is what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's about how somebody is so in tune, and then you see the suits, you know, the corporate mentality, mm-hmm. you know, how they, what they do to this guy, and he still is just being himself. And I mean, I was crying at the end of that movie. I definitely was because it was it was so powerful. Somebody so amazing. He had, you know, he so- definitely had a great group of mechanics and people around him during his surge of that time and for being the little guy taking on the you know the corporate giant yep. you know as far yep. as you know doing for what both they both loved the sport for you know racing cars and being right. you know, out there and, and pushing it to the limit but it, it was it's a pretty cool at least i know a little about carol shelby in general i just haven't seen the movie yet but it's really right. it's really impressive but i was more in, uh, carol shelby yes uh, they show him and they show him and he was a real good little hustler. I mean, sure, he, knew he, how to, he was really good. He was mm-hmm. really smart. He was extremely smart. But the I'm blanking on the other guy, the driver's name, the mechanic. Oh, driver. Um, uh, I got to look it up. Look it up. Anyway, I'll talk while you're looking, look it up because he could hear the car. I mean, the cars talk to him. Do you know? I mean, like he, it does blah, blah, blah. And you're going around the curve and it does that. You know, I mean, he Ten knew. miles. Yes. Who was yes. Uh, portrayed by Christian Bale in the movie. Matt Damon is Carol Shelby in the movie. Yes, exactly. They're, right. they're, and they're both excellent actors and do a great job. Oh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ken was the guy that I just, you know, he's difficult. He's difficult because he's a genius. Yeah, you right? Know? I mean, you don't understand. Well, look guy. at Bill Gates. And you don't think he's like, the, you know, he's one of the smartest brains on the planet for so long. And yet he's uh, uh, socially awkward, I think. He, be, yeah. Just because he's just so in his own world, and and he has amazing people to work around him too. But you find that out pretty quickly. It's absolutely true. He 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 is, and I mean, I met his father a few times. His father's a fascinating mm-hmm. man. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he he really cares about people, sure. and I I think there's that element, you know, in uh, his son as well. That even though people say, oh, you know, he has all this money, he does all this, and he but. Yeah, he does, but he also does a lot of other stuff with his money too. I mean, you know, malaria. I mean, he, you know, he actually does care what's going on in the world. You know, and I think that that, uh, it, you know, it's a different world that you're in when you have that kind of money. Oh, completely, one hundred percent. But he did wasn't right. I mean, it wasn't like he worked out in the garage or something. You know, I mean, his father was was com- very comfortable financially. You know, I mean, they were not poverty stricken or middle class, 
you know, they were they're very, very financially comfortable. Oh, yeah. There's a great Netflix special uh, that came out last year, I believe, on Bill Gates. It's like uh, Behind the Mind or something like that. Open uh-huh. It's oh, really, I seen yeah, that. check that one out. You'll get a really like, you know, start to his life and, and how he grew up and a little bit distant from the rest of his family. Him and his mom had some issues and they worked through it. And it was it's a really good, uh, a really good storyline for him. Yeah, you know, the most interesting people are the ones that are different. And uh, my friend Walter Pullen, his dad um, uh, was a a King County Council member. And he was really a libertarian, but he ran as a Republican because at that that time you couldn't get elected as a libertarian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he was a fascinating man. I mean, I got up there and I was talking something about, I forget what it was, and he and I are both talking – at the King County Council meeting, you know, about vitamins and health issues and how important it was. That's pretty you know? sweet. Yeah, the documentary is called Inside Bill's Brain, Decoding Bill Gates. You should de- you yeah. definitely check it out, and everyone I listening, it's a really good flip. check it out. Because, you know, if you can learn from somebody else, it's really, really a, a – it's worth it. Um, just because someone is different – I mean, I remember the, this guy that uh, – uh, you know, I, I often say it's really kind of hard to see the difference between the lunatic fringe and the cutting edge because they look a lot alike. Uh, my my mom dated a guy named Jack Day, and they called him Crazy Jack because he had electrodes attached to his head walking around doing all this stuff, and he had these little boards in his apartment with wires on them and things. He's the guy who developed the system that sent the astronauts' heartbeat and respiration and all of that back. Okay, so who's crazy, right? (laughs) Obviously, you know, he's he wasn't crazy. He was just very, very good. Well, anyway, happy Friday the 13th. I want to say that to everybody in our audience audience today and say, look, have joy in your life. This is a a wonderful time. It's Friday the 13th, a week and a half away from Christmas Day. We've got other holidays. Whatever holiday you want to celebrate, celebrate. I celebrate today because it's my happy on birthday. Nice. I love it. I love it. And one of the things that I do that makes the world go well for me, and that is to dance, to always dance. And I call upon you now at this holy time of the year to dance as much as you possibly can. Keep on dancing. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.